Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Throughout the pandemic, we've talked about a lot of different factors feeding into the global supply chain crisis. Now we focus on another piece to the puzzle. Not enough truck drivers. The American Trucking Association estimates the industry is facing a shortage of 80,000 drivers. That's up 30 percent from the estimated shortage before the pandemic. Matt Hart knows the extent of the problem. He's executive director for the Illinois Trucking Association. That's a nonprofit full-service trade association that represents hundreds of motor carriers of all sizes. We'll hear from him later. But first, Amanda Schuer, chief operating officer of Quality Transport Company, a small trucking company in Freeport, Illinois, can feel the pain like everyone. It is absolutely detrimental to our operations. So we're a small company to start with. And so basically I need every driver possible to handle every load. And during the pandemic, it's been challenging at best to hire drivers. What about you, Matt? What are you hearing from members of the Illinois Trucking Association? Well, I like to say that in the trucking industry, we had a workforce shortage before workforce shortages were cool. Um, This is nothing new for us. It's just gotten much, much worse. And as you mentioned, uh, previously to the pandemic, we were already short 60,000 truck drivers in this nation. Now we're short Mm 80,000. And one of the main drivers for that is the increased demand. And people are just buying more things. And when you have an industry like ours that transports over 70% of the nation's freight, which is more than double all the other modes combined, that's uh, putting a lot of pressure on us. It puts pressure on our workforce, a workforce that was already strained. So uh, we know it's taking a little bit longer to get things. It's harder to find drivers, but we're doing our best and and, uh, we're we're working through it. So lay this out for us a little bit more, Matt. So you you talk about this increased demand that's causing the shortage. What are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on on vaccine mandates and just COVID in general, how that's probably exacerbated the issue? That's a great question, and I tell you, this is really putting some immediate pressure on ours. And I will tell you, this is a real-world example. Last week, one of our members who's got over 100 employees who would be subject to the vaccine mandate, right now, drivers won't even apply to that company. The drivers that, that don't want to be forced to be vaccinated. And so they've immediately had this pipeline of new drivers for them has already been shut off because uh, drivers are intentionally seeking out smaller companies to avoid um, having to be mandated to have a vaccine. Do you have an idea of vaccination rates among among drivers? I don't know about the drivers themselves. What we do know is that drivers are not a risk. Drivers, you know, generally are staying all day in their truck. If they show up at a, a warehouse or a retail facility, they're not mingling in with the public. Um, we have data that shows that we're not a risk. Um, we've not had a, a major outbreak. I do know from our information at the Illinois Trucking Association, 21% of our trucking companies to this day still have not had a case of COVID, uh, not a single case. So we just because of the nature of our industry, mm-hmm. uh, we're not a threat. And the drivers know that. Many of our drivers are vaccinated. Uh, many of them are vaccinated but don't want to be forced to be vaccinated and so or work for a company that, that is forced to do that. And so that's causing more, uh, more problems in our workforce shortage. Amanda, let's talk about what that looks like for your drivers. What's, what's a typical day for them? What are their hours and, and the routes that they take? Yeah, great questions. You know, I think what Matt said is absolutely true. We had a shortage, you know, before COVID. 
one of the things that's important to keep in mind is, you know, we have an aging workforce and currently 18 to 21 year olds can serve our country at, at war, but can't drive a semi across state lines. And so, you know, continuing to open up new talent pools, I think, to help us, you know, seek other drivers. I think that's one way that, that needs the help. But in terms of a day, you know, truck driving is a great way to earn money, but it comes at a sacrifice. And to your point, there's a lot of long hours. You know, they have to be away from home. A lot of our drivers are lucky enough that they're home every single day, but there are still loads that are cross-country where you're out a couple of weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a change in some in that we're trying to add a lot of local and regional type jobs because that's what drivers are certainly interested in. But the freight still has to move. And so there is still that old school trucking mentality, you know, coast to coast. For those longer trips, you have team drivers? Personally, we do not. No, we have solo drivers, but there are, you know, team options. Yes. I can just imagine that making the situation even even more tricky. Um, What are you guys doing to recruit more drivers, Amanda? You know, word of mouth is one of our best ways in terms of hiring. You know, we've actually worked with our insurance company to develop our own training program, and that's been successful for us. I I think in the recruiting sphere, you'll see a lot of trucking companies trying to create training programs and add drivers in a unique way. And I, I think, you know, for me personally, I would rather hire drivers that my current drivers know Um, You know, just because I think that adds a level of responsibility or or my drivers are my best salespeople and that they know what it's really like. Right. And so uh, they can tell that to the other drivers. Matt, what are other companies doing to attract more drivers? Well, as Amanda said, you know, training your own drivers is a great way uh, to help that. We, We have some, especially carriers that have the capacities to bring in. Uh, younger people or bring people in and maybe start them, you know, working a, a dock job or working a forklift job, a warehouse job, and then eventually work them up into the driving if indeed they want to be driving. But uh, as Amanda said, driving a truck is not an easy job and it's not a job for everybody. But I will say one thing that the technology in trucks today is making driving a truck much easier. Um, and one of the things that we're hopeful is that we can see more females uh, in this industry. Right now, females only make up about 7% of our driver workforce, only 7%. And there's a, a lot of great female drivers out there. And as it gets easier to drive these trucks and there's less physical demand, um, I think that opens up to more females in, in our industry. And, and uh, we're seeing that some companies are having some great success in hiring females. Mm-hmm. You say it's a difficult task. Give me an idea of sort of the turnaround from instruction to testing to actually being out on the road. How long can that take? Well, that's another process that's also changing. Um, in Illinois right now, the process is, is that you go to the Secretary of State's office, take a written test, and then uh, come back two weeks later um, at any point and, and pass your road test. Uh, but starting in January, there is going to be a new process that requires you to go through a certified training uh, facility um, with uh, minimum standards. And so that's going to change things a little bit. You'll have to go to a community college or a, a training school or a trucking company that's large enough to set up their own school. Um, but there's a lot of training involved because, as Amanda said, you know, you, we don't want to just put anybody behind the wheel. Yeah. If your name's on the side of that truck, if it's Sasha's Trucking, Inc., you know, you've got a lot of stake when your name is on the side of that truck. And so you don't want just anybody driving that truck. You want good, safety-oriented people driving the, the trucks that are out on the highway. No, we'd have only the best for Sasha's Trucking, Inc., for sure. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, given all of this, how is the worker shortage in the trucking industry affecting the supply chain? 
So it, here's how I try to explain this to folks. Imagine running a, you're running your own lemonade stand. Um, and, of course, you, you're dependent on, on truck drivers delivering lemons, delivering cups, delivering sugar, delivering water. And when the pandemic hit, suddenly you didn't have any lemonade to sell for a while and your suppliers weren't delivering any, anything. And then suddenly the light switch got turned back on and now you're not selling the same amount of lemonade as before. You're actually selling 30% more lemonade than before. And when you go back to your supplier for lemons um, and say, hey, I need 30% more lemons, they say, great, but it's going to take us longer to get those lemons because you can only grow so many lemons. And then meanwhile, the truck drivers who deliver those lemons, well, they don't want to work those extra hours to deliver all those extra lemons. And so it definitely creates some problems in the supply chain. And there are problems that they will get worked out over time, but they are causing some short-term issues in moving the goods uh, because, as I said, when you have an industry that moves over 70% of the nation's freight, and you you just have some chaos kind of on all ends of the uh, the supply chain. Uh, we'll, we'll get through it, and we are getting through it, but it will take a little bit of time, and, and folks are uh, will have to be patient. Amanda, I want to go back to something that Matt and I were discussing a moment ago, uh, because you have advocated for more opportunities for women in this industry. Are more women becoming truck drivers from from your perspective, and and, and finding ways to advance in their careers too? Yeah, so this is something I'm hugely passionate about. I actually just got back from the 7th Annual Women in Trucking Conference, and I absolutely love hiring female drivers and encourage female drivers to get into the industry, but also, you know, into office positions, shop technician positions. There are so many opportunities. You know, I've been in the industry for 15 years and have a degree in journalism, and it was never my intention to be in trucking. You know, even though I'm actually a fourth-generation industry member, it wasn't in my plans, but Mm -hmm. I think careers in transportation for women are so rewarding and have been so rewarding to me, and I absolutely encourage, you know, women to explore careers in in many different positions. You know, there's warehousing, there's driving, there's dispatching, there's accounting, I mean, everything that you would have in in any business. And because the demand is so high, you know, there's such a need right now for talented people, you know, female and male, really, both. Well, despite the new incentives that are being offered and and the higher pay, et cetera, Amanda, as you see it, why, why might some people still take pause when it comes to picking up a truck driver gig at this time? Yeah, you know, I think one quick fact about uh, equal pay for women and men, you know, a lot of drivers are paid by the mile, right? So women can be paid the exact same amount as a male, as a truck driver, because they're all paid the same rate. You know, I think some drivers give it pause now because we still have maybe that stigma, you know, of, of what driving is. But I think Matt's point about new technology is is absolutely spot on. You know, I think some issues that continue to surround us and, and plague some of the, you know, I guess driver satisfaction, excuse me, would be, you know, lack of access to parking at night. So when they need to shut down at the end of the day, some drivers being denied access to restrooms, you know, things like that. And then right now, you know, with the supply chain in crisis, I think, Um, what we call detention or, you know, drivers are being hung up at shippers and receivers and sometimes they're not being compensated for that. And so I think those three areas are things that we really need to focus on, you know, as uh, professionals in transportation to kind of improve for our driver's quality of life. Matt, any other areas of improvement that you see for this industry that need to be addressed, especially with resolving the worker shortage? 
Sure. I, I think another great opportunity is just the image of our industry. And I, I know at the Illinois Trucking Association, we do a lot to promote the image of the trucking industry. Most people generally have a, a positive image of truck drivers and, and the industry, uh, but there's still some people who see it as a uh, you know as a, an industry that's not for them. But as I mentioned earlier, as Amanda reiterated, I think this is a great time to get into the trucking industry because of the technology. Um, you know, we, we're hearing about driverless trucks or electric trucks, but more importantly. The technology that is coming along with these trucks is absolutely amazing, and I actually prefer to, instead of calling it a truck driver, um, I prefer to call it a, a commercial vehicle pilot because uh, just the amount of technology going into these commercial motor vehicles today is truly amazing. And if you're a techie, um, I think a lot of people are going to be drawn to this industry uh, because they want to work in, in a world where you can be uh, commanding a vehicle um, of this high caliber of technology that, uh, that we're starting to see. Tech is the way of the future. Looking ahead, Matt, will the shortage affect the delivery of goods during the holiday season? I'm thinking about Thanksgiving, so that's, Christmas. Yeah, that's a great question. And I spent an hour with some folks last week from the retail and manufacturing side on this as well. And so here's what I will tell all of the listeners. Please do not go out and, and hoard groceries. There will be no shortage of groceries. There's no shortage of turkeys. Food is generally produced regionally or even nationally, and we can distribute it. That's not a problem. What I will tell you is some of the things that either require electronics, because we do have a computer chip shortage, uh, those things could get delayed this holiday season, the Christmas season, or things if you're depending on things that are being manufactured overseas in Asia um, that are working through the uh, the bottleneck uh, on our West Coast ports. Those things you could see some delays, and we are making up for lost ground right now in the supply chain and delivering a lot of these goods that are coming over from Asia. Um, So I think there's going to be plenty of goods out there. There just might be a few specialty things particularly technology-related, that may have to wait until January or February. The Illinois Trucking Association is holding its annual meeting and expo here in Chicago next month. What issues are going to be top of mind for you, Matt? Workforce is number one. Um, That's the main thing we're going to be talking about, um, how to recruit and attract more talent. Um, We've got a great team uh, that's going to be talking about that. Um, at our annual meeting, we're also going to talk a lot about technology yeah. um, and also just spend time uh, you know, talking about just how uh, great this industry is. It's been a couple of years since we've been able to have an annual meeting. We're actually celebrating our 90th anniversary of the Illinois Trucking Association. Oh, so wow. it's just a, it's going to be a great time for us to celebrate how great this industry is. What about you, Amanda? What are you paying attention to in the coming weeks? Making it through with a lot of loads scheduled and a lot of busy drivers and really trying to get our shipments delivered on time. And, and, you know, I think it's a constant balancing act, you know, keeping our drivers happy and our our customers happy. But um, holiday season is always fun for us. And, you know, I think it's it's really just important for all of us to remember that, you know, the drivers are really the ones who have been the the behind-the-scenes you know, workforce in in all of this. And, you know, they're the ones who are delivering all the goods, you know, to you. That's Amanda Schuer with Quality Transport Company. That's a small trucking company based in Freeport, Illinois. And we've been speaking with Matt Hart, Executive Director of the Illinois Trucking Association. Amanda and Matt, thanks for your time. Well, that's it for today's Reset. And you can hear more great stories by subscribing to this podcast. And while you're at it, give us a rating. It helps listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.